the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on, on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, we are one day away from live Cowboys football. How you doing, buddy? One more sleep, and then we get Cowboys football in some form or fashion. Um, and, hey, and, and Steelers football for you too, Marcus, just so uh, you can get excited about that. I am excited uh, to watch my favorite team on Thursday night. It should be a lot of fun. <laughs> and, and the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I'm excited. You know, we're, we're kind of – been through the 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 desert of of very little football news and uh we've kind of made it to the other side and we've had training camp now and now we're we're, we're ready for the next step the next step being uh, actual live football uh as we see it in the preseason so we're going to talk about the cowboys practice that they had on tuesday a general theme that we've kind of noticed over camp uh but we do have some injury related news that we should get to of course we have to start with dak prescott mike mccarthy kind of updated the team uh, or excuse me, the media on Tuesday about Dak saying that they are going to take a step back uh, from maybe the early diagnosis. It sounds like they're just going to be more conservative in their approach regarding Dak. I think people got really upset and really yeah. angered when uh, a couple of people tweeted out that he had a, a step like a step back or a setback that doesn't appear, appear to be the case, correct? Yeah, no, I, I, I actually don't think that the timeline's changed at all. I mean, I don't know what – I don't know if you look at the schedule, I don't know if people were expecting to, what, have him come out to practice Tuesday and, and throw for a cards day well, for a game that he's not going to play in? I was going to say, did like, people think he was going to play in the Hall of Fame game? Yeah, like so if, if he's not playing in the Hall of Fame game, why would he practice Tuesday? And if he's not – again, not playing in the Hall of Fame game and he's not practicing Tuesday – He's not practicing until they get back from uh, Ohio, that's, and that's you know this weekend. So it's kind of been the timeline the whole time, right? Like from the time he quote unquote injured himself, they had like three practices. They knew they were going to have Wednesday off, Thursday's game, Friday off, Saturday's the first practice with the Rams, and I think they might even have a day off after that. Like, why not just wait until Monday or Tuesday uh, when you're practicing against the Rams to bring him back? Like, again, it's August fourth. There, there's absolutely no rush here. Yeah, you know, honestly, I think this whole thing is kind of media created because, uh, you know, just me- not media created, but media driven, right? Because you think hard you know, has something to do with it? Uh, maybe, but I-, I think it's more just that you know that McCarthy kind of told them generally in a very blasé because it isn't a big deal sort of way. Yeah, he's probably going to practice in a few days or something like that. And then when it wasn't a few days, like the media came back, it's like, "Where's Dak? Why is Dak out there?" And it's like. Well, why would Dak be out there? Like, you know, it's just like if you look at the schedule and kind of just like logically think about it, what's it, you've got a quarterback who has a sore arm for throwing too many footballs. Let, 
why would you not give him these other extra days when he's not playing in this game? This whole week is an extra week of training camp that's completely unnecessary, which also applies to a lot of the other players in this team, including Amari Cooper and Demarcus Lawrence. It's like, why would we have these guys out for an extra week of training camp they don't need? Like, so, right. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I just don't think that there's much here. I think it's it's Dak's arm is still uh, – they're, they're being ev- even more cautious about it because they want him to throw when they need him to throw. And him, you know, throwing the football right now is not terribly important because of the extra week of training camp, and they still have a long way to go before uh, we're playing football games. Now, I did see some people on Twitter arguing that it's more concerning – they're more concerned about his arm and his shoulder than his ankle – because whenever you're messing with a quarterback shoulder, that's always scary. I, I, are you concerned at all long term about this injury? I, I, I always find it I always find it funny that people manage to like homogenize all uh, injuries or, or pain in one area of a body as if, as if it's all the same. Like uh, like he, he banged his elbow his shoulder. We should be as concerned as if his arm fell off. Like I mean right. it's it's right. He, he has a sore shoulder. Guys, like, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, it's really, uh, to me, it's not as concerning until, you know, it's really time to start needing him and he can't show up to practice. They don't need him right now. They don't it's need all him. Crazy. No, no. It's so it's just, it's, this is why waste, why, why make him even more sore in you know, doing stuff when it's an unnecessary part of practice for, for, for not that. worried about him at all. Um, what about the Marcus Lawrence? He came off the PUP list on Tuesday. Uh, he's not ready to practice, seems like. Yeah, again, we've got, Wednesday, no practice. Thursday game, Friday, no practice. Uh, it sounds like the Cowboys are going to be very slow with this. The the thing that was actually shocking to me is he revealed that he had another offseason surgery, which we knew, um, but it was a herniated disc that he had operated on. So uh, is that concerning long-term for you? I mean, you know, backs are situations, you know, when he's got a bul- – he had a previously had a bulging disc. This is a herniated cleanup situation. You know, it's clearly going to be a thing that he's probably going to deal with uh, for a while. But um, you know, we'll, we'll see how it actually affects his play. He played fantastic last year uh, at, at different points, so I, I'm 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 not terribly concerned until uh, you know it starts becoming a thing where it's uh, affecting his uh, ability to be on the field, which you know it has in the past. But I also think that this was more of a uh, you know a cleanup situation to kind of just make it more comfortable for him. I, I agree. The one thing that is really um, encouraging about Demarcus Lawrence uh, is that he looks like he's in great shape. He looks yeah. uh, slim. He looks explosive. And that's actually what we're going to talk about next. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all of the action on Bet Online. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, Landon, so we are hearing from a lot of different players that this is the best shape they've been in. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott said he's down to, what, 220 pounds? I think he's under 220, actually. Uh, Lyle Collins is down to 310 pounds. We saw Amari Cooper on Tuesday talk about uh, how his goal is to play at 210 pounds. It seems like there's this concerted effort for the entire Cowboys roster to get slimmer and leaner. 
do you think that was by design or do you think it was just because there's a lot of older players trying to, to, to revitalize their career? Yeah. You know, it's interesting because you know, we've, we've spent a lot of portions of the offseason talking about uh, best shape of your life season, right? Of just the, the, that there's this whole period before the training camp where everyone talks yeah. about how they're, they're in the best shape of their life. I think that what's odd here is that we're seeing all these different players talk about a very concerted effort of, of losing weight. I will also mention too, that it does seem like a lot of them are using a lot of the same methodology to lose that weight too. Mm. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of uh, intermittent fasting, a lot of uh, cutting out, you know, eating after 8 PM. I saw two different people mention that as a way that they were losing weight, um, which, cutting you know, is a, yep. yeah. Cutting out alcohol. So I, I'm wondering if there isn't more of a, an emphasis uh, to listening to the nutritionists or, or maybe more of just like forcing that kind of stuff onto the players. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, you, you talked about it, Cooper, Lawrence, Tyron Smith, I think mm. is down a little bit in his weight. Leo Collins, obviously way down in his weight. Leighton um, Van Der Esch. Yep. Van Der Esch uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting that they clearly, it feels like uh, they made a concerted, Zeke, obviously they made a concerted yep. effort to kind of cut weight, get faster as a team. Um, and I, I, you know, it, it's, I would say that it, it probably is just, you know, normal training camp stuff. Uh, but to me this year specifically, it just seems like there are so many different players that are specifically talking about, a a, a, a dedicated effort to dropping pounds this year, uh, it, coming into the season and, and that it makes me feel like it has to be somehow team driven, or at least, you know, uh, discussed among teammates. Cause you talk about four to five major players on this team leaders on this team that all making a huge effort to kind of cut weight and get quicker. When I think of like the Falcons at their peak with Dan Quinn, I think the thing like, was it 2016 when they went to the Super Bowl? Like the thing that was so noticeable about that team was they were so much faster and quicker than every other team, right? Like you saw it in the first three quarters against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. It looked like they were playing at two completely different speeds, right? Yep. And I think that's something that, well, we don't have to talk about what happened the rest of that game. But uh, nah. Dan Quinn has always been somebody who prioritizes speed. So it makes sense that a lot of these guys are trying to get, you know, leaner and quicker. And then on offense, I think this is a team that wants to play at a really fast pace on offense, right? Like it, it, during the Jason Garrett era, it was let's control the clock, let's grind it out. I just kind of think those days are over. Like Amari's going to be running 65, 70 routes a game. He's need he needs to be at 210 pounds rather than 225. So I like it. I, I think this is this is what I would you know the, the news that I wanted to see out of training camp. So I'm excited so far. Any other thoughts on the Cowboys uh, weight loss? I mean, just a couple of sorted ones. It's interesting to me that that Demarcus Lawrence said that he's playing at this weight for the last four years he said that he he played at 245 the last four, four years and that may be the case but his he body look, looks, he looks way lighter his body now. looks completely different yeah. i mean he looks sleeker um his he just doesn't have a lot of the bulk that he did up top that you know it just seems like it's just like a lot leaner he looks a lot closer to randy gregory's body yeah. It's crazy how how Randy Gregory and Demarcus Lawrence uh, over the years have kind of gotten closer. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're they're kind of very similar looking. Obviously, we've we've gone over and over about Zeke and and um, and, and his weight loss. Cooper, to me, you know, it was in the interview that I really noticed it. Um, you know, his face and in his in his you know his yeah. upper body, it just looks it just he just looks leaner and he he just doesn't look like he has as much bulk up top, which, you know, 
it was always crazy to watch Amari Cooper run routes because he is this guy who's this incredible, you know, small ball mm-hmm. route running receiver who's two who's uh, legit to plus two twenty plus, you know. Yeah. yeah. And, and so he even talked about it, how he was a big, obviously, uh, Julio Jones fan because he's an Alabama guy, and he thought that he wanted to be that. And, and now he's realizing that he doesn't think the extra bulk really helps with his, uh, you know, yards after catch. It doesn't help well, him break tackles. He's not – his game is not built on physicality, right? Like, it never I, has been. I will go even a, a step further in saying it may have been a problem and, and been a, a cause of of some of the lower body injuries he's had. You know, you see these guys that bulk up too much uh, and their bodies, you know, and they're trying to, to generate force the way that they did before they had that bulk. A lot of those guys end up getting like hamstrings and those kind yeah. of lower body yeah. just because their bodies just aren't used to, you know, making that much weight move, right? So it'll be interesting to see if that helps there. Uh, I mean, he said that he's going to be running so fast you won't be able to see him. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see that version of Amari for sure. I did have a question about Amari. I saw Michael Fabiano from uh, Sports Illustrated was there at practice yesterday. He actually filmed a video of Amari kind of walking off the field with a limp. Uh, is that something to be worried about? Like when you've seen him working out of the cords, like does he have a noticeable limp? Uh, what are your thoughts there? I haven't noticed the limp, but I mean, I imagine that his foot is hurting. <laughs> he's, he's, I mean, he, they, you have to remember that, uh, and this has always been true. The guys that work out on the cords with Britt Brown, those are the guys who are working the hardest on the field. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. And Britt Brown puts them to work uh, yeah. in a way that you don't get in practice because you're not having to worry about practice. You're just there out there to work. So, uh, Britt had him on the cords hardcore yesterday and 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 doing a whole bunch of different stuff. And 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 we could talk about some other guys I saw too. I mean, we saw Demarcus Lawrence before they announced that he was off the pup. You know, you're starting to see uh, an uptick in his activity yesterday. Obviously, he was passing his physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Tristan Hill doing a lot more yesterday than I had seen him do at any point. He was yeah. actually working with coaches on pass rush move, actually working off of a sled. So, uh, you know, there's there's – People are making some advances here, and 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 again, <laughs> it, it, I, certainly it's something to watch. But uh, I don't uh, don't get too uh, surprised when guys who are working with Britt Brown uh, are feeling a little bit sore after their after their. Finish. So, so we talked about guys who are in the best shape of their lives. Is there anybody that you saw, you know, during practice that you would say, hey, maybe this guy isn't the uh, isn't in the best shape of their lives? Is there anybody that you can point to? Because hmm. I mean, there is one guy every year that, that comes in out of shape. Have we found that guy yet? I mean, it, it, Zeke is Zeke looks great. Marcus, what are you talking about? <laughs> Stop Zeke this year. Zeke is in great shape. Listen, Twitter um, Twitter's not great, but Twitter is great for bullying people to get back into shape. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> Twitter, uh, Twitter, and Twitter, and apparently Twitter demands a sacrifice. They want to know who's out of shape. Um, <laughs> You know, Mike McCarthy's not looking too great. I mean, uh, uh, <laughs> I should I should joke. I'm, I'm probably the same shape he is. I, I yeah I don't know. I I haven't really noticed anyone specifically terribly out of shape. And maybe you know that kind of goes back to what we we're speaking about earlier. It just seems like you know whether it's the the seriousness of training camp, the seriousness that these guys are coming in with their with their body weight and, and their their shape. It seems like there's a very serious, uh, you know, concerted effort by these group of guys to come in here with and hit the ground running. And uh, we've seen some of the crispest 
crisp is is that that's the word some of the most crisp uh practices i've ever seen uh in these last few weeks um and i i think that it has a lot to do with the fact of, of a lot of hard work that was put into uh the, this team during the OTAs and, and mini camp uh, sessions. So, and, and beyond that too, in the, yeah, in the backyard and all the other spots. So uh, it, it, you know, look, it's, we're all being very cautious, cautiously optimistic. We don't want to oversell or overpromise because that's, you know, what training yeah. camp is, but this team looks ready to go in a way that, uh, that you would hope to see for a team that after what happened to the last year. Listen, I don't blame Mike McCarthy at all. If you put on a couple of pounds that Dallas and Texas barbecue hits differently than green Bay. Right. Absolutely, and, and when, uh, when you're in Green Bay, you, you need all that weight just to stay stay warm. You know, uh, uh, trust me, trust me. I know. Uh, yeah, all right, one more, t- <laughs> one more quick break to tell you guys about Built Bar, the absolute best tasting protein bar out there. It's hard to even explain it. Real chocolate with amazing flavors. It's just a great combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar with no crazy additives. Best of all, they taste fantastic. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get fifteen percent off your next box. Um, all right, Landon, the Cowboys did have a practice on Tuesday. It seemed like it was pretty light. Uh, Garrett Gilbert, again, was the quarterback for most of practice. Any big takeaways or anything that's worth talking about from that practice? You know, it was a lot of cards. Uh, so they're starting to do some stuff to get ready for Pittsburgh. Um, I, you know, I just, I think generally you've seen Garrett Gilbert get a little bit better every day. Which yeah, is, you I'm know, something. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm certainly excited to see him get out there and, and, and play on Thursday, uh, just to kind of see what the Cowboys have there. Um, uh, you know, I, I think I saw a lot of interesting kind of mix and matching that they were doing yesterday in practice, just with with uh, with with groups. You know, just with personnel. Um, you know, nothing really to work home uh, to to write home about. But 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 you know, just it's interesting to me how they are. Uh, really trying to get uh, you know some reps with really kind of varying personnel groups, so that you know, I, I would assume so players can get used to playing with a wide variety of guys. I agree. Um, you know whether it's because of injury or whether it's or whether it's because you're just going to be doing that in this Hall of Fame game because of the uh, limitations. You know McCarthy talked about how he's treating this and the Saturday practice as kind of one game. Right. And, and, and I think what that means essentially is that, you know, uh, there's going to be a small group of guys who are going to play probably a lot in both games. But then the rest of everybody else, he's probably going to, you know, divide between, all right, you'll get the majority of your game reps in the Hall of Fame game. And then we'll count the L.A. Rams practice for you guys as your game reps. So yeah. um, I, I'm, I'm interested to see, you know, the guys that, uh, you know, there's going to be a small group of guys who are going to have to play in this game, the Rams practice, and in the Cardinals game, which is right after that. So uh, it'll they're be hung, interesting. The are going to be hanging out a little bit. I think. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think what, what what we'll see at the very least is some of these guys that, uh, and we'll talk about this more in depth tomorrow. But some of these guys who we haven't really gotten an opportunity to see very much in practice, we're going to see a lot more opportunity for them yep. in this game to kind of really get a chance to stick out and shine. So uh, I'm certainly looking forward to that. Uh, and I'm certainly looking forward to seeing kind of, you know, even though it's stripped down, even though it's very vanilla, just how the defense gets deployed, yeah. how, you know, how things get deployed out. So there's lots of kind of very subtle secondary questions that will get answered on Thursday. But, hey, I mean, until we get regular season football, I'll take the the small and subtle answers 
any day of the week over nothing. Uh, I've got one more question for you. You've been out of practice, what, three times now? Three, four I think times? it's four, yeah. Okay. How many uh, field goals have you seen so far? You know, it's funny you say that. We were talking about that at practice yesterday. I've only ever noticed, like, maybe a, a or two field goal attempts per per practice. And that's definitely different than Jason Garrett. <laughs> like, that's, Let's just say that. We're not, we're not planning on settling for many field goals. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I mean, part of it may be because both your starting kicker and your starting punter are not technically working right now. Uh, and so maybe they just don't want to overwork Ness, Nesswalder or whatever, however you yeah, say his name. Um, he's going to get the kick a lot here. On oh, he's going to get Thursday, a ton. Scrimmage against Cardinals. Oh, yeah. He, his leg's going to be worn out. So I, I don't know whether to read into that as they don't practice kicking very much or they just don't have a ton of healthy kickers and they're not trying to kick a bunch. Uh, but there, but there is like, you know, they do practice field goal, you know, set up and, and, and snap we're and everything. Taking just, the ball. <laughs> we're just not seeing a ton of kicks. Yeah. Are you worried about Greg Zerline at all? Like having a kicker that's dealing with a back injury doesn't seem great, but it sounds like this is something that he's dealt with before. I'm not really concerned because Frankly, having a kicker that's not healthy is kind of good. Like you can just go for it more often. You don't have to settle for field goals. I, I don't care about it, but like, do you care? Uh, my whole feel feeling with the kicker is have a guy who you know has a reliable range at something, right? Like have a guy who you feel comfortable, you know, at a certain range, and then don't use him unless you absolutely have to. Right? Basically, like, for me, it's extra points, right? Yeah, it's not like let's let's get in let's let's line up for the field let's you know get get set up for the field goal. It's like, well, it's fourth and twenty six on the uh, thirty. Like, yeah, you yeah. know we gotta yeah. <laughs> like like I, I, that's that's I don't want to see so many. I I'm encouraged by the lack of field goal kicking because it to me it means like now nah, we're going for it. Yep, <laughs> we're going for touchdowns instead this year. Can, can I give you one? sort of related Cowboys news that just popped up on my timeline. I just want you to oh. blind react to it. Are you ready? Okay, yes. I love blind reactions. According to Jordan Renan of ESPN, Joe Looney is retiring after one practice with the Giants. One practice of him running sprints. He's like, nope, I'm good. I don't know. Yeah, uh, this is nonsense. I'm not doing this. <laughs> Uh, things seem to be going really well with our, our friends over uh, in New Jersey. So uh, that is it for today's show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You can download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Cowboys. You can follow Lane at McCoolBCB. We will be back on uh, Wednesday, right? What's today? Thursday, right? No, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. Um, to discuss the Hall of Fame game. We'll tell you players to watch, and then we'll have a show late Thursday night, early Friday morning to recap it all. We will see you guys then.